Here's how I've positioned things, you know, and I, I looked it up and I thought, man, that makes so much sense. Um, sometimes bad energies need to clear from you, right? And that could come in many forms, right? Um, and break, like, I always say that when somebody exit, you, exits your experience, you don't know what was said behind closed doors. So in your mind, in the front, you know, I'm looking at you, I'm like, Jamie, oh my God, I thought Jamie was like a brother to me, but then we're not in a relationship anymore. I feel as though when you have the positive, uh, you know, thoughts that go out and you wake up, you meditate and you're doing the right steps, sometimes the universe answers for you and you don't need to know what's going on in the here and the now. And eventually it gets exposed. Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay, now, from the beginning. Hit it, boy. So this is Real Talk with Carmen Costa. Um, I've officially figured out that this is maybe our show. I don't think that this is just my show. I'm, I'm just I'm just a sidekick. Because now he's changing his shirt. So I'm a little you, concerned. You bug me every <laughs> single time. Cause so I'm like... <laughs> we do batch recording, so we yeah, record we two, three different shows sometimes. Carmen always brings her own shirts and she yes, always complains that I, I always have the same shirt. No, but we do well together. I feel like we do really well together. Okay, so but I brought I guess- a different shirt today and she complained. I didn't. I didn't. So anyways. <laughs> you just did. Rewind. <laughs> Jamie's got a new shirt. Look at that. He changed. It's the Jamie and Carmen show. <laughs> anyways. All I'm saying is, I think this is officially our show. I'm kidding. No, we're going to take this on the road. So we are seriously going to take this on the road. Both of us are going to take this on the road. Across Canada? (laughs) Across Canada. Across Hamilton. Oh, man. (laughs) Anyways, um, today I wanted to talk about something um, important. I know we, we assume, like I always say, like, I feel like I'm always doing that. I'm like, guys, stay positive. Stay positive. You're that annoying person yeah, that says positivity all the time, which is good to be that person. I am. But the, here's the thing, um, because I started to realize uh, you learn about this stuff and you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Positivity. But here's the truth, though. <laughs> Sorry. Say what? Positivity. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just saying, though. I think everybody needs to realize, because we do this, and I know you have done this. It's going to get better next week, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going to stay positive. If I send out positivity out into the universe, it's going to get better next week, right? We do that. So I just wanted to make people aware of some stuff, right? So we as human beings, we always go through so many things, right? There's always situations. We could be having the best week, and then all of a sudden something goes left right and you don't know you wake up and you're groggy and you're like you know you're not feeling good or like I don't know you're under the weather or something like that happens I want you know and this is how I started to think about things because I was like holy and I remember Shannon and Lisa and Amanda they were like okay next week it's gonna get better because one of us in the group was either sick or you know are not feeling good or something's going on with our kids and blah 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 so Here's how I've positioned things, you know, and I I looked it up and I thought, man, that makes so much sense. Um, Sometimes bad energies need to clear from you, right? And that could come in many forms, right? Um, And break, like, I always say that when somebody exits your experience, you don't know what was said behind closed doors. So in your mind, in the front, you know, I'm looking at you, I'm like, Jamie, oh my God, I thought Jamie was like a brother to me. 
but then we're not in a relationship anymore. I feel as though when you have the positive, uh, you know, thoughts that go out and you wake up, you meditate and you're doing the right steps. Sometimes the universe answers for you and you don't need to know what's going on in the here and the now. And eventually it gets exposed. Remember how... Hold on, explain that one again to me. Okay, so you are positive. So I'm positive. So I'm going to give an example. I'm going to give my life. So I'm all about positivity. I wake up in the morning. I do my meditation. I put out gratitude. I do. And then sometimes, and lately, I'm not going to lie, the last three weeks has been pretty rough. So, um, and then you're annoyed. You're like, why is this happening to me? Why is this going on? I believe that it's like, it's bad energies that are being exited out of our experiences. Even relationships, when we think, oh, Jamie's perfect for me, but then all of a sudden something happens and you exit my experience, meaning you leave, Mm. right? We break up, right? But any relationship breakdown, doesn't matter if it's friends or whatever, or something happens and you're uncertain because you're so certain, no, 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 they're good friends of mine. They're, you know, they're solid. They're solid business partners. No, no, no. They exit the experience because the universe heard conversations you didn't hear. So the universe has your back because you're following the routine of, you know, what they say you should do, right? Positive thoughts, you know, uh, meditating, ensuring you're centered, ensuring you're listening to your inner truth and you're doing those activities and you're walking through life. So no matter if, if you're thinking a certain way, we need to take into account what else is going around you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I feel like, okay, so I'm going to use my example. We were with a brokerage. Then we broke up and I'm like, why is this happening to me? It was the best thing that ever happened in my life. Mm. Like six months later. Oh my God. The best, honestly, but at the moment, at the moment I was so you're lost in that whole like situation. The experiences have, you're lost. You don't see the end goal, right? No, you don't. But you know, that's what I'm trying to tell you is sometimes you have to hold and trust, trust being the big Big key word here is you need to trust the universe has your back. And I always say this because, you know, I had an experience, I'm not mentioning names, where um, I was bombarded with, you know, uh, commentary about, you know, who I was as a person and blah, just going on, right? It was, it was probably one of the most saddest moments because I knew that that was over, that that experience would be over, that relationship would always be over. I wouldn't want that individual or those individuals in my life ever again, right? Because, but here's what I'm saying to you. You know, when, um, you feel like something's off, but then the person's like, it's so easy to spot fake people now, right? The person's fake up front. They're like, Oh, I love you. We're like BFFs. But then in the back, they talk crap about you, right? We've all had that comment below. If you've had that before, or you have that now, everybody has that. A ton. And that's what I'm saying to you is, In my mind, sometimes the hardest relationships are those that are the closest to you, meaning your family, like meaning blood, right? Where in your mind, you think people have your back. They never did. They talk ill of you. So at the moment you go through grief, which we've talked about before, because that's going to be a segment. I know it's batch recording. We talk about grief. That is grief when you, and it's not just cutting people off because, Oh, I have a sixth sense that because in the conscious mind, I need tangent, like I need tangent proof that something is up before I actually do it. But that's what I'm trying to tell you is when something is said to you and like this individual just like thought they knew me, 
knew nothing about me. And it was like, you're hearing things and you believe the things you're hearing. You don't know me as a human being. So let's use our sixth sense a little bit more. Is that the... No, I think it's... No, my thing is this... the gut feeling. The gut feeling. Yeah. But I'm more like, um, I'm not that... I'm that person I'll forgive you like 10 times until it gets smacked in the face. So I'm not a person that... So I talk about cutting, cutting out negativity. So sometimes people message me. I'm like, calm. That's not what I meant. Like... What I'm saying is with the negativity, right? Meaning when it's smacked in your face, that's me. Whereas Zervain, my husband is completely different. He will be where if he gets a sixth sense and he doesn't like you, you're done. You're not getting in his circle where I'm like, I got a sixth sense. The universe is warning me. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm more like Because you an believe empath, in change. Though, right? right? I'm a highly sensitive person. That's what I'm telling you. So if I've cut you off, or you hear of me cutting people off, it's because I physically smacked me in the face consciously. It's in my conscious mind and it smacked me in the face and I saw it and I heard it and it was directed to me. So, you know, acting like the victim of like, oh, she cut me off. Don't do that. Right. Because in the end, the truth prevails. Right. And, um, you know, and the one thing I want to throw out there, like I'm going to throw this out there is this. Never make assumptions and never believe a story when somebody is trying to benefit from it, like acting like the victim. And I always do that. When somebody acts like a victim, I'm like, wait a second. So true. Yeah, because when you act like a victim and you try to make that person look horrible, then something is up. And I'm like, why are you knocking that character down and victimizing yourself? There's something up here because that's a narcissistic behavior. If you look up narcissism, let's put the definition up. It shows you what kind of behavior that is. So I would educate, you know, I always say we're, we're educating you on these podcasts. Just recognize the behavior. And if somebody's talking ill of an individual, the chances of them speaking ill of you is like 100%. Yeah. So when you leave the room, like I want to leave They're a gonna room. They're going to do the same thing. They're going to do the same thing. <laughs> I always say to my team. The one thing that's important to me in life, one thing, not money, not anything. It's having my back. If somebody's speaking ill of me, I'm going to hope that somebody steps forward and says, you know what? Slow down there. Like close your mouth. Like you, you don't know her, right? Because the, the people that actually know me are my center. Like it's my center. It's my close friends, right? So that's why I'm saying like, it's kind of sad when somebody says, oh, they know you. I'm like, I don't know that person from a hole in the wall. I don't know them. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it, there's a difference between knowing and meeting. And I think people get that confused. You know, you meet someone, you know someone, but you don't No, But knowing me on LinkedIn doesn't mean, you know, me. exactly. It's completely and different. I get, but you know what? Here's but people something get confused. People they get do. Confused. They do. And something I do want to say is this podcast probably puts me out there where people are like, yeah, I know her. Yeah. I've, I get that all the time where somebody will call me and talk to me and they're like, oh yeah, I spoke to buddy and he told me to come to you and he knows you very well. I'm like, I'll look and I'm so I've caught on to it. I'm like LinkedIn. I'll go to LinkedIn. I'm like, there it is. There, there's the individual. Damn you, LinkedIn. No, but it's not, it's not a bad thing. It, it, I'm glad that people are getting, you know, at like they know me, but you know, through these podcasts and it's important, right? So you were talking about social media and how, you know, we we're talking about the, the LinkedIn thing, right? And 
and how people get confused as they follow someone online and for some weird reason they feel like they know that person. 100%. And that's where a lot of the confusions it's come kinda, up. It's kind of weird. And that's what I'm saying to you. When somebody says, oh, yeah, they know you very well, I'm like, no, they don't. No, they don't. And like, and it's, and it's scary, first of all, but second of all, I, I guess, no, it's just, it's, that's just bizarre to me. <laughs> it's just bizarre. It, it's weird. And, and now with social media really opened the doors because everybody's putting all their lives there. Yeah. Right. So you feel like you're a part of that family because you see their, uh, so true birthday parties, yeah, you see their graduation right. pictures. Right. So that's all right. of a sudden, yeah, I don't think our brains are, can, can like dissect all of these things yeah, and you're separate right. them. You're and right. All of a sudden we're seeing graduation pictures. So we were at the graduation, right? <laughs> you were not at the graduation. No, I'm not, kidding. You were not there. No, but, but I just, and the one thing I did want to mention is, you know, we're coming out of the, the pandemic. We're coming, you know, and, you know, no masks are needed. Mandates are being lifted, yada, yada. People don't forget. Um, I bumped into somebody in the parking lot at Starbucks and they were like, yeah, you were pretty silent through the pandemic. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have anything to say. You always act neutral, right? Because yeah. when there's arguments on two sides, you don't want to get involved in that. But, you know, I felt as though, and this is a, a, a touchy topic. I felt as though everybody believed you were targeting them and you were trying to um, go against them. So the normal conversations, and, and, I, and I call this, we were in the car and I talked about this. because so my husband's like, this generation can't hear things. If it doesn't jive with them. It's like they they fall on the floor and start screaming. Like there's a lot of groups. Group, no, but group I, thoughts, I know. But what I'm know? trying to say is this: as an older person like me, when my mother-in-law comes to me to give me a suggestion, I take it and I'm like, "Thank you for the advice." The younger generation, I don't know if it got lost or what happened. If you say something to them, you now become an enemy, and I'm like. I was just trying to help you. And that's what happened with- They go into defense No, mode, but that's right? what I'm saying. This is what happened with this particular family member where I literally was doing a transaction. I was, I was when I was merging the companies and all that stuff, uh, when we were separating and the lawyer had said something to me and I'm like, oh, I thought it was the universe telling me to, to, to assist somebody, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. And you love and care for these individuals because you grew up with them. You love and care for them. But that young generation, you got to cut off because I cannot associate and I don't want my kids to be like that. Like we were raised up and listen, some of my aunts and uncles, shout out to my aunts and uncles, I have no problems with them. But sometimes they were like, oh my, you know, like aunts yeah. and uncles, you're like, oh my God, they're so annoying. I would never step out of line to say anything to my aunts and uncles because that's just horrifically disgusting and disrespectful. Like if a young generation talks and it's like, listen to the advice this older generation has because they're passing through. They've passed through yeah. what you're going through. And if you think they haven't, oh my God, like you're not the only one. Like sometimes I, I'll say something to even my stepdaughter. I'll say something to her, and she's like, "I know." I'm like, "How do you know?" Yeah, kids, that's their favorite. But I'm like, word. "How do you know?" I'm like, "I know." But that's what I mean. I like, know. but that's that generation where, and I, nothing like Elena's nothing like that. Like she's not disrespectful or anything. But it's the I know, I know. But we thought it though. We did, but you didn't we never, say we it. We never vocalized. But it. that's what. So me and Zervain were driving. We went for a date night last night, which I'm going to talk about oh, rest really? and Are we you know have spending time. Of the date night? We don't, 
Just no, joke. I'm, I'm like, joke. I'm like guilt, guilt mom. Right. So I'm like, Oh my God, we're out and the kids love this restaurant. Why are we here by ourselves? What's right? wrong with me? Right. That yeah. happens to us as well. We're it's like the worst. The one night that we can go one out. night. I just wanted an hour and a half before our vacation. That's all I want. I'm like, can I spend one? Cause then the kids yeah. have our attention. Right. So, but I was saying about the younger generation and that's what I'm trying to say is I, I swear. And, and it's sad because nowhere, my relationship with my brothers and sisters and the issues I have with them does not get carried down to, to like another generation. I wholeheartedly with all my heart, no prejudice, no nothing. If anybody knows me and my nieces and nephews that do know me, I will always have their back and I love them so much. They're like baby. Like I saw them as babies. I love shout out to Curtis, who was the first baby born. I loved him so much. Like, and I till this day, every time I see him, my heart is like so full for him and Brendan, you know, the older ones that, you know, came and Felicia, Angelica. I feel like now I got to name 22 nieces and nephews. Every single one. Yeah. Uh, everyone. But <laughs> what I'm saying to you is it's sad though. The, the disrespect now with that generation, like when that situation happened, I was like, the first thing I thought about was, oh my God, my dad would roll in his grave. Holy Bullish. That's all I thought was, and that's all I cared about was, was knowing my dad. Cause he, he knew the, the issues I would have with some of my aunts and uncles. And I always held respect. It didn't matter because it was, it was what happened between my dad and, and, and his family. It's not for me to be involved. Dad's going to vocalize it cause he's in the house. So now I know what some brothers and sisters think because you know, yeah, so but it's you, not your that, problem. No, it's not. And that's why I'm saying like with my, my kids, I'll say things like I do not, whatever issues I have with my brothers and sisters, I always speak highly of my brothers and sisters. Cause that taught me a lesson. And I always like, I thank God that I learned this lesson. And, and when they're young and I talk to my kids about it, where when my kids see my brothers and sisters and my nieces and nephews and God kids, they love seeing them. They remember them in a good note because I'm not going to do the generational, you know, uh, negative, you know, impact on the kids. That's wrong. That's a really good you advice. Need, yeah. You need to end it and break the generational curse because that is a curse when it comes from generation to generation where the jealousy that you feel for that sibling or whoever, it's disgusting. No sibling owes you anything. I owe none of my siblings, nothing. I owe them zero and they need to understand that. And they do. Some do. So that's the thing. My successes, my hardship, nobody helped. I went through this with my family. So, and it's sad. If I become a multi-billionaire, I get to decide what I want to do with my family, my kids and that, not anybody else. So if that's what you're harboring or stuff like that, I feel pity and sad for you. And that's what I'm saying with the, with the, certain, you know, people that have come to me and have said, and, and whatever has happened in the past, it is a sad, sad, sad thing. And if, and if that generation assumes they have a right to speak, zero rights to speak upon something that you were never involved in, you know what I mean? And that generation doesn't like to hear if they're wrong. And in life, you're never always right. And if you're walking through life and you assume you're right all the time, your life will be pitiful and sad. So the bottom line is that 
you shouldn't, even if you have a, a, an opinion and you want to vocalize it, don't do it around your kids because no. that's going to be passed on. It's the worst. And so that, listen, it. my kids, one time, I'll never, Delia, shout out to my sister, Delia. Funny, funny. My mom was talking about uh, something and uh, my son just showed up and it was my mom that said it. And he said something and I'm like, my mom literally just said it like five minutes ago. My mom was there for Zendaya's birthday and I'm like, that is so weird, but never say something if you don't want it out of those doors because it's going to happen. But it's it's called the generation generational curse. I've made that up. If that's a, if that's an actual thing, let's put the definition up. But honestly, it's You're the putting curse. me on the spot here. What if I can't find the definition? <laughs> this is going to be blank. <laughs> no, but I believe that the generational curse exists, and it's time for us to break it. Break it with your own kids. Don't allow it to happen. And please, for the love of God, teach your kids they're not always right. Because if you are 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 to 25 to whatever, and you assume you are right all the time, holy bolas, your life is going to be hard. Yeah. It's going to be hard. We all love our kids. We all think that they're the best, but we can't put that in their mind all the time they need to also realize that there are chances that they are not the best at whatever they're doing right 100 and because otherwise you're setting them up for failure because 100%. life is not easy life brings challenges yeah and if they're not ready emotionally to take on those challenges they're gonna have problems lots of problems that's what i'm saying they're not gonna know how to communicate with individuals yeah when somebody comes over and suggests something out of love it's going to be hate repaid back. And that individual who's on the outside is going to be like, what just happened? Yep. Right. And it's sad. So it's not for anybody's cross to bear. Like if, if, you know, like you said, um, keep it to yourself as a parent, yep. you know what I mean? Like you don't need to spoo hate. Um, so your kids hear it and then your kids bring it forward. And it's just, it's horrible. It's a horrible situation. And, it's sad. And don't take it to social media, please. God, please. don't take it to social media. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> So embarrassing. Anyways. Uh, you know, these people that... Yeah, yeah don't do that's that. the worst. Don't, don't do but that. no, I, I just, you know, I, I would love to hear from people of any, like, if they have any suggestions on the, you know, I always say generational curse, but I don't know if that even exists. But I believe that, you know, if you have any, you know, questions, concerns, um, you or know, comments. Or right? experiences. Yeah, I'd like to hear about it. You can DM me, comment below, like, subscribe, hit the bell notification. Um, but besides that, uh, I totally respect you listening in. And to my team, I always have to mention my team, of one course. of the segments. Thank you so much for always supporting me and caring for me. I always feel like they all have my back equally. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much and have an awesome day. I'm your shirt. What is wrong with you? It's fine. I just got to stay pumped. <laughs> it's fine. So my husband goes, I'm off sugar. And I'm like, I'm your chef. Like, how are you off sugar? You're not off sugar. <laughs> You're a liar. You're a liar. Eshmitorus. Hey, cheers with the cafe. Eh, ching ching. Ching ching. Ching. Joint on the corner where the big boys play.